Welcome to the podcast, On Board, Navigating Corporate and Clinical Trial Travel with EQ Travel Management. EQ with experts in corporate travel, delivering integrity, intelligence, and innovation. I'm Jordan Rich with the CEO of EQ Travel, Frank Jeffrey. And Frank, in our opening podcast, I have a question. What does EQ stand for? EQ uh, name, EQ is short for equilibrium which is the point of perfect balance, which is exactly what we are trying to do when it comes to creating your travel program. Tell me a little bit about the company and when it started and uh, where it started, actually. Uh, It started in 2011 and started uh, in Boston and also in the UK in Edinburgh. Well, I was going to say you have such a heavy Boston accent. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You've weathered a lot of storms, the pandemic being just one of them. So talk about the importance of the experiences that you and your team have have amassed. I think particularly with the pandemic, unlike most other industries, this is not the first time that travels had to shut down, you know, ash clouds, 9-11, wars, uh, the first uh, SARS Mm. um, virus. So as an industry, there have been more than one hard stops. Um, And as part of that, we then have to help people want to travel again. Um, Confidence quite often after 9-11 after COVID, you know, people do want to travel, but they're wary, so we're out there to help them just, you know, make sure that when they get to the airport, well, they're pe- happy with what they need to do. People are avid and eager, but there's also some hesitancy on the part of, like you say, HR people and people in the planning stages. And that's where you come in to try to alleviate. Yeah, absolutely. What we find is the individual traveler is desperate to get back on the road, but HR departments, in-house counsel are wary about having people travel while there is, you know, we're still a pandemic out there, albeit hopefully at its end. But we have to kind of go to HR or the general counsel and give them a level of comfort um, and assure them that we'll look after the individuals while they're there. And then the same for the individuals. We have to explain to them that travel's not as it was in 2019. And when you get to the airport, this is what to expect. Mm. So it's managing expectations across kind of all parts of the company. That's a great point. What is looking after their comfort? What does that mean in today's world? Uh, today's world, it means when you get to an airport, there's probably not as many staff as there could be. Um, there's not as many airline lounges as there could be. Services have been scaled back. Um, I think airlines have had this on, you know, two years of very little travel. They're trying to come back. Um, you know, everybody's kind of relearning. It's, it is a new world. It's a new travel experience. So I think from our point of view, we just have to explain to people, be patient. Don't expect travel to be as it was in December 2019. You have a lot of areas of expertise. One of them is the work you do with clinical trial patients, getting them to and from various testing sites and so forth. And it it seems like just get on a plane and go, but it's not like that. Tell us what you have to do. No, I mean, from the individual's point of view, depending on the trial, they can be um, traveling, having um, special assistance needing, so they might need a wheelchair, they might need an oxygen concentrator, they might need a support animal, they may need um, help to get through the airport. So for those individuals, that's a kind of very high touch, um, high touch service to make sure that their trip through the airport is as seamless as they can Mm. be. Because unlike a road warrior, someone who's taken part in a drug trial, by the very nature of that, can already be ill. So the stress of an airport is already magnified. So we just need to make sure that everything we do for them just takes all of that stress away. In a sense, it's the little things, but there are no little things in this case. I mean, if there's a need for a 
um, a stretcher or a need for oxygen, you're going to make sure that's there for them. Absolutely. And then assuring their anonymity and privacy, which is a huge responsibility. Yeah, because the, to the hands-on approach to looking after the patient is key, but also the pharma company can't know who that patient is. So we've kind of pioneered a service whereby we step into the middle, completely desensitize all the personal information for the individual, but still be able to report back to the pharma in real time so that they have control of costs and they know that their study's staying on schedule. Frank, one of the most frustrating things is trying to get somebody to help you in, in a tough jam on the phone. Almost impossible these days with so many big companies, certainly airlines and others. Uh, talk a little bit about the pride you take in being accessible to the clients you have. I think the being accessible is absolutely key to providing a service. You know, if you have a plane and it's cancelled and you have a couple of hundred people needing rebooked and they all go to a queue, the ticket agents are going to be frazzled for one, looking at a couple of hundred people, mm. but you're going to be in a queue for a long time and there's a lot of people every chance before you. So rather than put yourself through that pain, pick up the phone, call us, head to a lounge, we'll rework the ticket and tell you where you're flying from next. Where were you when I needed you? You just didn't notice me. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have the pleasure of getting to know you. You know that this is uh, the nightmare scenario. It occurs all too often, unfortunately, where people are just stranded and, and they don't know where to turn. They call their company, their office, which is closed at night, and they have to wait till the morning. It can be devastatingly painful and unfortunate. But in all of this, there's the sense that there's somebody then we can turn to. There's a help right by the phone. Absolutely. There's a 24-7, you know, somebody to answer the phone 24-7 every single day of the year. So, you know, should a flight get cancelled or something go wrong, you just pick up the phone. We have EQ on our side, but that doesn't mean that you don't have many challenges to face. What are some of the new overall challenges post-pandemic? I like to say post. I think it's the experience that people are finding at the airport. It's the little things. It's the airline lounges that aren't there anymore, mm. the the transit points, because there's not as much inventory as there was pre-pandemic. So your connection times can be a bit longer. If you land at an airport and you're expecting to work and you realise that, you know, the club has been closed and you're sitting out in a noisy, you know, airline concourse, that can be a nuisance. So from our point of view, it's just explaining to people that, you know, don't set your expectations too high on these first trips. That's important, isn't it, to, to be, quote, frank with people. Absolutely. To tell the people the truth. Because the, the worst thing in the world is setting expectations too high and then, oh, you're disappointed and for a letdown. Exactly. So it's, um, yeah, it's managing expectations. And sometimes it's the kind of immediate no over a drawn out maybe. And another um, factor is common sense. Oh, there's an idea. <laughs> the idea being you want to make sure you, that the people that you're helping get the most value for their dollars or euros. Absolutely. And a lot of what we do for clients is common sense. Um, there really is very little of it that is actually rocket science, but it's just knowing all of the questions to ask both the organization and the individuals to make that travel program as seamless as possible. Mm -hmm. There's an old expression, uh, we want the fire hose, the one who puts out the fires. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mean to suggest that there's fire, but there is that metaphor for things that can go wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And travel has so many moving parts that, you know, there is a lot that can go wrong. 
Um, I think the key to anybody, any organization, any traveler is just knowing that you've got a wingman if that does happen. I like that, a wingman. It's got multiple meanings, but I like it in this case. Uh, one more thing. Uh, there's, of course, a great website uh, that people will hear about and check out. But you do offer an EQ online booking platform that you're very proud of. We do indeed. Um, so we allow um, our travelers can go on, if should they wish, and book their own travel. It's available 24-7. And we realize, you know, with the, um, the way that people's schedules are, Sometimes they just want to book a straightforward A to B trip. They can go on there, they can do it. The great thing is it's still managed by the guys at EQ. So if anything changes, they pick up the phone, they call us, not a call centre, and we can fix it, change it, make it go away. Equilibrium. We all shoot for balance, homeostasis, call it what you will. When it comes to travel, it can be bumpy at best, and we want to take some of those bumps away, and that's what you're helping us do. Exactly. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you. This has been On Board, Navigating Corporate and Clinical Trial Travel with EQ Travel Management, the podcast to take with you on your travels. Find out more at eqtravel.com and share news about this podcast with your friends and associates. From everyone at EQ Travel, be safe and be well.